I I wasted so much time before editing images, guessing, uh, you know, spending money on things they didn't need to spend money on. Um, small things like that that you don't even think about really add up. I'm Tracy Lynn, a boudoir photographer and business coach, and I'm obsessed with helping photographers out of their ruts, sticking points, and holdups, and helping them find their way to the business of their dreams. Back in 2016, I left my job as an overworked dental hygienist and built a seven-figure boudoir business working just 30 hours a month. Every week, we chat about photography, pricing, marketing, and all things business. Join me as we uncover your path to sustainable success so you can find more fulfillment in a balanced life, all with a camera in your hand. This is the Sustainable Freedom with Photography podcast. Welcome back, everyone. We are so close to Christmas, and I won't be in your ears again before Christmas, so let me just wish you a Merry Christmas right now. I hope you enjoy a lot of time off with your family, and overall, you get to just spend a lot of time with the important people in your life. Remember, they are the reason that you've created or that you are creating the business that you have right now. I'm not going to spend a ton of time with Chit Chat because I am just so excited to introduce you to today's guest. But before I do so, I do want to take some time to talk about my high-level program, which is on pre-sale right now thanks to the Holiday Boudoir Extravaganza. But it's only on this extreme pre-sale for a few more days. It's called Six Figures Simplified. And it's a high-level program specifically designed for boudoir photographers. In this self-led program, you're going to learn how to run your photography business the easy way. Plus, you'll learn marketing techniques that will not only book out your schedule, but also streamline your business at the same time. Jump in today for $7.97 or wait until next month when it goes up to $12.97. It is one of the best programs I've ever created, so you are not going to want to miss this. Go to tracylanecoaching.com slash holiday boudoir education sale, one word. So on to today's interview. Today I'm going to chat with one of my one-on-one clients, Tanya of Teamery Creative out of Las Vegas. We were introduced through my client that you may remember from episode two, Marissa. Tanya just recently celebrated a huge revenue milestone. In 2020 to 2021, she had a gross revenue of $28,000. After working with me for less than a year, she hit her first six figures. I'm very excited for you to listen to this episode. I really think it's a great one. I did forget to ask Tanya where we can find and follow her at the end of the interview. So her Instagram is at tmariecreativeco and she makes some really great reels. So make sure you go check that out. Her website is tmariecreativeco.com. And now let me officially introduce you to Tanya. Hey guys, this is Tanya. She is with T. Marie Creative out of Las Vegas. And I just want to say thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you, Tracy, for having me. Of course, you're one of my favorites. <laughs> so thank you. let's go ahead and start with a little intro to you and your business. And I'm just going to start off with what's possibly a tough one for both of us, but I want to take a minute to honor the person who brought us together. Marissa is an inspiration to me, and I know that the two of you were really close. So can you tell everyone a little bit about how and why we started working together and maybe even a little bit about your friendship with Marissa? Sure. Um, Marissa is my dear, dear friend. And when I first started my photography journey, she was the very first friend that I made. And if you've ever met Marissa, her personality like absolutely radiates sunshine. And she was just probably my biggest cheerleader ever. And we just, she kind of took me under her wing and we went on this kind of boudoir education journey together. And she had told me that she had started doing coaching um, with Tracy and that it was really helping her fine tune her business um, to exactly what was going to work best for her life. And so I was like, yes, you know, let me meet Tracy as well. And that's how we kind of got to start working together. And Marissa was right. Um, it was amazing. Um, and definitely exactly what I needed to learn how to fine tune my business as well, since it was just kind of getting started. For sure. And I'm just so glad she put the two of us together for sure. Yes, 
I miss her so much. Um, as you know, because you got to talk with her and stuff, she's probably one of the most positive people I've ever met in my life. And I know, you know, um, since she passed away uh, this year in July, that we both felt such just like this um, loss from our lives. And, um, you know, I just miss that cheerleading um, about her and, and just everything that she stood for in like empowering and uplifting women. And um, yeah, she was just such a blessing. And again, she, she introduced me to you. And so I'm so thankful for, for that, for her. For sure. I know it hit both of us hard. I, if you guys want to listen, you can go back to, I think it's episode two. When I interviewed Marissa, you can literally hear how awesome she was throughout the whole podcast. And that's just like 45 minutes of talking to her. She was the most positive person I've ever met in my life. Yeah. And her smile, her yeah. smile could light up a room. Um, and so, yeah, she was just such an inspiration. And even, you know, when I find like these moments where I'm like questioning, like what is going on? I just remember that my friend is there and, you know, my coach is there as well, cheering me on. And, you know, I've had to lean on you more than ever since I lost um, Marissa. So I just really appreciate that. And you are literally not lying when you say her smile lights up a room. I have never believed that until I met Marissa. Like it literally lights up a room. You're not just saying that. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So let's talk about you and your business. What did you do before you decided that photography was something you wanted to do with your life? Um, I have been in Las Vegas now for almost 20 years and I have been in the nightlife industry for, um, nightlife, like hotel industry since 2007. Um, and prior to that, I worked at Dre's nightclub and I was a liaison for them in Caesar's palace and like paying bills. So I really just did accounting work. I didn't have anything to do with photography until mm -hmm. I kind of stumbled upon yeah. it. So, yeah. So when did you actually pick up a camera for the first time? I picked up a camera for the first time in May 2019. Um, and it was completely by accident. Um, I had just had my own photo shoot and it was amazing. And my friend had asked me to um, take my pictures and kind of like help her do them as well. And she gave me her camera and we just went for it. And so that was the first time that I did anything like this. Yes. And well, it's kind of like when it happened with me, I just accidentally stumbled on it and it worked out in my favor. And I think that happened with you too. Yes. And how lucky, like, mm -hmm. I think kind of like when you're not really expecting something to come into your life is when it's always like the best surprise, you know? Exactly. It definitely got me out of a situation that I definitely needed out of. So it was, it happened at the perfect time for me. <laughs> That's so crazy because timing is everything. And for me, you know, I picked up a camera in May 2019. Um, I bought my first camera in that summer and I hired somebody to teach me how to use it in the fall. Um, I booked my first boudoir shoot in February 2020 and the COVID pandemic happened the next month. Um, and so the timing of everything, right? I got laid off from my job. They weren't going to bring us back for a year. And so that really kind of set forth this path for me to figure out how to do boudoir photography and like make it a business. And so that when my, my job did call me back, I was like, nope, I'm so sorry. I'm already fully vested in something else. Yes, for sure. So did you choose boudoir specifically from the beginning or did you kind of like stumble on it? No, I did. I chose it from the beginning and I got a lot of pushback from pretty much every single person I talked to. And I think in the beginning, everybody thinks that you just want to take pictures of everything. They're like, here's my house, take a picture of it. Yeah. Here's my baby, take a picture of it. You know, and, and I'm like, that's so cute. I get it. But I'm really good at taking pictures of women and helping them feel beautiful and like giving them this extra self-confidence boost. 
Yes. And no, I do not want to follow your child around. I just don't. No, <laughs> I don't want to entertain your child. I don't want to guess if your child's hungry or if they went to the bathroom. Like, no, thank you. I'm a mom already. Yeah, I've got my own. I don't need any extra. <laughs> exactly. So was there a magic moment when you realized that your side hustle might actually become your full-time job? Um, you know what? I started my business in August, 2020, like September, 2020. Um, I did a full year of trying to figure it out and like learning as much as I can. Um, and then I realized like, if I want to do something better than this, like I'm going to have to, to figure this out. And so we went into coaching and I think it was like when we first started talking about my menu and, and what really needed to change about it. And it was so scary to think like, oh my gosh, I'm going to charge a couple thousand dollars for an album possibly. But then I realized when the menu was working that I could make a career out of this. And so I think for me, that was kind of like the push that I needed to see, like it was real and people were investing and buying into it, you know? For sure. So I remember when you were, um, you weren't pushing back. You were like, well, I'll try it because the worst thing that happens is I go back to my old pricing, but yeah. we definitely had some mindset issues to work through at the beginning. <laughs> For sure. Because ego is so crazy. Like we're clearly saying we need help because we're looking for a coach, but then we're resistant to the things that, you know, come across because <laughs> they feel foreign to us, but you're right. I needed a good um, kick and I needed, I needed, um, I don't know why the word's not coming to me right uh -huh. now, but just the person that I knew I had to show up because somebody was going to hold me accountable mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Right. And so that was what was a really big thing for me is that, okay, I'm just going to do what she says because I don't want to go back to her and tell her I did it or I chickened yes. out, you know? <laughs> right. Oh, for sure. I think that's the best part of having a coach is like, well, I told her I was going to do it. So I guess I better go do it, even though I'm not 100% confident. <laughs> right. And it just really goes back to, you know, when even the smallest things, when editing, editing was such a big thing for me when we got to that. And, you know, the push to just be like, you have to show unedited images. And I think I thought that I, I didn't mean to fight you on it, but I really did for so long. And now I look at my days and I'm like, why did I ever... I waited too long to do it. You know, like I should have done it sooner. So, yeah. Yep. But I think there are things that you have to do. You have to learn yourself. And we just had to do it that way. There are things that I did backwards because I needed to learn it so that I wouldn't do it again. Because that's the easiest way to not make the mistake over and over again is to basically make the mistake one time. Sure. And, and experience is the best education. Um, and, you know, it works in towards when you have to try something new. Of course, sometimes it's always difficult to try it, but maybe it doesn't work the first time or how you didn't expect it to work the first time. But it doesn't mean that it's a failure. You know, I remember the first time I wanted to show unedited images, my client was coming into town, they were flying into town, and then they were turning around and leaving, which does happen a lot in Las Vegas. And I had no choice but to show un unedited images, you know, and once I got over that hump of doing it on the spot and realizing like, oh, did it go as, as great as I wanted it to? No, but it definitely could be fine-tuned and tweaked. I just needed more time, you know? For sure. And now look at you, you're saving how much time? <laughs> oh my gosh, you have no idea. Even my husband is like, whoa. Um, <laughs> I I wasted so much time before editing images, guessing, uh, you know, spending money on things they didn't need to spend money on, um, small things like that, that you don't even think about really add up. Mm -hmm, for sure. And it's just things that you didn't have to do that were time wasters. But if you get it right in camera, they're most of your clients, I think you told me on our last call that your clients are like, these are perfect how they are. And you're like, well, just yes. wait for a retouch. <laughs> 
No, you are so right, Tracy. When you said, I show my clients unedited images and they are always blown away by how good they look just with unediting because you're right, the camera angles are right and things like that. It's going through their their poses and their expressions and things like that and being consistent about it, right? So that you feel confident doing it. Um, but yeah, you even said it, you're like, it's going to just get so much faster, so much easier. And your clients are really going to appreciate seeing themselves like that. And it's so true. Yeah, for sure. So what is your dream for Team Marie Creative? Um, I want Team Marie Creative to just be this like badass women empowering, like it's completely okay to have and want a pretty picture of yourself and you know sometimes we we are the first people to take care of other people when it comes to being women especially as a wife and as a mom and I just am here to like let women know like hey whatever your thing is I support it if your thing is shopping and handbags like I'm into it if it's Starbucks I'm into it if your thing is pretty pictures of yourself I'm doubly into it like let's go um and so I just want team creative to just continue to be ever evolving and thriving and just moving forward and making women feel beautiful like in their skin awesome So you own your studio in your city. And I think it's really cool how your business has expanded in just one year. So can you tell everyone about your studio upgrade that you made recently and like what it's like, like how you have the Vegas skyline in the back, um, like in the background and you just have a lot of cool things that you've added to your arsenal since you've expanded your studio. Yes, I started in my mother-in-law's like little casita in the back of her house. And I am now in a beautiful studio space. It's um, industrial style like New York. It's about 1500 square feet. And it does, it has this beautiful view of the Las Vegas Strip. Um, My concrete floors are shiny and they are like the perfect reflective um, surface. Um, So yes, I have so much space now. I was able to create a whole new bedroom set. So um, I kind of have the option to go based on whatever my client's mood or feeling is to, um, you know, kind of shoot light and airy. Or if they're looking for more of like that dark and moody style, I have a black velvet bed as well that I just brought in. So it's just really allowed me to kind of get more creative with my clients and just um, be more inviting to anyone that maybe isn't one in particular wasn't isn't really their style, but the other one is. And so I have just found that it's also allowed me to grow as a photographer and really just keep pushing myself to, to get bigger and better and not so fast, but just to a point where, yes, I'm doing this and I'm kicking butt and I'm worth it. Yes. And I love, like you've even added like your night shots and like you called them after dark, I think. And then, yeah, your skyline is just so cool. And I think that it just really makes it perfect for like the market that you're in. For sure. I actually have had so many clients that come in, um, you know, found me on Google or, you know, through Instagram. And because we are such a city where we get people that come in and out, you know, they're maybe coming in for a conference or for a birthday. Um, and it's really just created this unique setting for them because it's kind of like um, it's Vegas, right? Like, and everybody loves to have trips down memory lane of Vegas. Yeah, for sure. I think it's so cool. And it's things that, like, they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. It's things that, like, they could definitely do in Vegas that maybe they wouldn't do somewhere else, too. So Yes, you know, I think that's kind of what helped me get past this, like, mentality, right? Like, we hear so many times, like, oh, I I would never pay that for a picture or something of that nature, right? But it's just what everybody values differently, just like handbags or shopping and things like that, you know? But I'm from Vegas, and people spend a lot of money on the most ridiculous things, for example, (laughs) nightlife. People spend thousands of dollars on something that they're going to pee out the next day. So (laughs) forgive me for saying, like, this is an experience that you're going to hold on to forever and these pictures are going to last you for a lifetime like that alone is worth more than anything it's priceless way more than a bottle of alcohol 
way more than that bottle of Dom that you're not even going to remember the next day. Exactly. (laughs) So what is your absolute favorite thing about boudoir photography? I love showing women their images when they're done and them like the squeal of it is um, magnificent. It's incredible. And it's probably the most rewarding thing and it fills my heart up. So I love doing that. Awesome. What, so let's work off that same question. What's your least favorite thing about boudoir photography? Um, I hate the business side of it. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm sure you already know that because that's why I got a coach because I needed help figuring that stuff out. Um, in the, what's crazy is that I came from accounting, right? I came from doing numbers and stuff like that. That's um, what I'm going to say. Like you actually have that background, but you still don't like it. <laughs> no. When it's your own, it's it's terrifying. Um, mm-hmm. When I'm at a nightclub and we lose money for the month, like no big deal. It's not my money. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> now that I am working for myself, like I'm like, oh man, like I need to be really more um, focused and just like in tuned with the numbers. I think... Um, women don't like to talk numbers a lot and we get scared of it. I'm a prime example. I, I, those, they scare me, especially when they're my own because they're real and they mean like a lot. So it's just very intriguing to know like, okay, I got to get serious about my numbers and my business side, even though I don't like it, I just need to get coaching on it. So I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And know like you at least need to know your percentages so that you know, if you're on track, like for sure very least that part and still even though you have that accounting background sometimes it was hard sometimes it's still hard for me to actually get you to focus on that part because we are talking about like booking clients and your website and all the things so but that's very normal too (laughs) for sure percentages are so important and you have to know them and learn them and Um, the faster you learn them and the faster you understand how they work the better it is for your business Exactly. So if you had, so if you had to pick three words to describe what makes up a successful boudoir business, what would they be and why? Um, I would say dedication because you have to be dedicated to the craft, to the business, to being creative. There are so many times where it's easier to say, I don't want to do this or I want to quit or this is not for me, but being dedicated, I have learned, um, means like it, it fuels like my passion as well. Right. Like they kind of go together for me. I'm dedicated to this because I, I love it and I'm passionate about it. Um, the other one is confidence. This is a confidence industry and a business. And if I want my clients to be confident in their session, I have to be confident as well. And I have to let them know that I am in control. This is secure and we're going to have a great time. So I think that my confidence as well is going to um, kind of energize them, right? Like it kind of, I don't know what the exact word I'm thinking of, but energy flows, right? So my energy is going to constantly flow back to them. And so my confidence level needs to be up with it as well. Um, And then boundaries, boundaries, holy moly. If you don't have secure boundaries in this industry, you will cry and they will eat you up alive um, because it is, it's, it's um, an intimate experience and people are being vulnerable and, you know, it just takes a lot of um, just being, in, um, being like confident in yourself and then setting those boundaries and really holding to them. For sure. And I feel like that was something that we talked about very early um, and yeah. working together too is like you set your schedule and this was your schedule because before you were kind of working whenever your clients wanted you to work so setting those boundaries really helped you I think it helped you grow faster honestly 
I do. That was probably one of the first reasons I got a coach. I don't know if you remember in the beginning, but my husband was losing his mind because my schedule was all over the place. And I do have small children. And I kept with the idea that like, you have to grind, right? Like you're in the first early stages of your business and everything is about grinding. And um, it just got to a point where, you know, we were arguing about it. And then it's like, okay, if I'm going to get better, what can I do differently? And, you know, obviously, I, I got a coach, Miss Tracy. And, you know, that was one of the first things I went to you about was like, how can I do these better? How can I have better boundaries? And you were like, girlfriend, you need a schedule. Like people will respect you more if you have a schedule. You're a mom. If you say, I'm not available on the weekends because I'm spending time with my family and I'm attending my children's events, they're not going to be mad at you. They're going to respect you. And lo and behold, you were right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, think about it. Anytime that you, somebody tells you they can't because they're with their family, you just immediately back off, right? <laughs> and- For sure. Your clients are going to do the exact same thing and then they'll make it work and fit it into their schedule or fit it into your schedule. Right. And you're right. And the more like if it wasn't working or, you know, like it was an issue, then it just was, wasn't for me. Right. Or it wasn't the right client for me or, or the right things. And I learned to kind of just let those things go instead of the, the old me would have just completely bent over backwards and tried to make it work and, and even inconvenience myself for it. Exactly. And honestly, like I'll still get this a couple of them a year that can't make it work in their schedule with my schedule, but it is so few and far between that I think that it's obviously worth it for sure, but it's not going to happen as much as you think that it would. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So do you struggle with comparing yourself to others in the field? And if so, how do you navigate this? Yes, I do. Um, I think we all do because we're all looking at what we could do differently um, to better our business. But each person is so different and what may be working for someone isn't going to possibly work for me. I know that, you know, I'm in Las Vegas. I know a lot of people fly in. That's a lot of my clientele, whereas some people are in a smaller town and they're not going to have people coming into town, you know, so it just not everything fits everything. And so I'm learning. you know, I need to just focus on me and what are the things that are working for me and that are making me have a healthier lifestyle, like, or benefiting my life and stuff instead of focusing on other people, because nobody knows anybody else's story, whatever they're putting on social media isn't always the truth. And, you know, so I've learned to just really keep focused on me because when I focus on me and really put my energy, um, you know, just like, if you're spending so much time focusing on others, imagine if you took all that time and put it back on you, what you could do for yourself in your business. And that's where I've really kind of taken my energy and mindset and and been determined that I'm not, I refuse to give it to other people. Yep, exactly. And that's another thing where you just like stay in your own lane too. Like if you're distracted by what others are putting out there and everything, you just can't look at it. (laughs) No, you can't. And it will just eat you up and destroy you. And I have learned that I only get disappointed when I set expectations that are just not realistic. And if I'm hoping that I'm going to do numbers from somebody that's been in a field for seven plus years, that's not realistic. And I'm probably going to set myself up for disappointment. So why even go down that path, right? Like I need to just be focused on where I'm at in my journey and where my business is at. And as long as my business is moving forward and growing, which it is, then I don't have to worry about anything else, but just focusing on that. Exactly. So do you have a confidence boost when you are feeling down or you feel like you're not enough? Um, I book a boudoir shoot every year since I did my first one in the beginning of 2019. And I have, I have hundreds of beautiful pictures of myself. And I know that probably seems crazy, but. Um, not from a photographer's standpoint at all. <laughs> And you are not the first one of my boudoir photography, like my coaching clients that has said that even on this podcast. So (laughs) it's true because 
I know what it does. It obviously changed my life. Doing a boudoir shoot changed my whole life and where I was going. Thank goodness for that. Um, But, you know, like I know what it can do for other women as well now because of that. And um, it does. Like my clients feel like they're leaving feeling like on cloud nine. And I know that when I need that little pick me up, I will book a boudoir shoot or whatever, or I will go and look at my albums or my pictures because it's the best feeling and the best like, oh, oh yes, I do look like this. Hello. Absolutely. I totally agree. So I think we've covered this one just a little bit, but what made you look for a business coach? Um, Just from when I knew that like I had done a year in business, my, I think my I don't know. Do you remember what my first year numbers were when I sent them to you? Like 28,000, I think, for like yeah. my first year, which isn't bad. It, it wasn't bad at all. But again, like it's not, there's it nobody that can live off of that. <laughs> I was going to say it was not getting you out of your other job. No. Like if my job was going to be like, hey, do you want to come back? I made six figures at my other job. I would have probably been like, uh, yeah, I can see you guys. Um, yeah. But no. I did not want to do that. And so I just knew something needed to change as well as my, you know, I wasn't, I didn't know how to set boundaries and I was all over the place um, trying to do everything I could for my clients just to make it work. But um, that's probably the main reasons why I got a coach for sure. Yeah. And speaking of that, you recently hit a big milestone, your first six figure year, and it was in less than two years, right? Yes. Yes, that's so exciting. So how did it feel when you first saw those numbers? Oh my gosh. Um, Like on cloud nine, like I can't even believe this is my life right now. Yes, you get to live your dream that you didn't even know was your dream four years ago, really. But still, like you're your own business owner. You get to wake up every day and make women feel beautiful. What could be better? Oh my gosh, you're so right. And I got to do the first thing ever in my entire life. I took off five weeks of vacation this summer. I didn't have to ask for time off from anybody. Um, And I can't tell you like how gratifying that is as like a woman, as, you know, just somebody who went into business, not even knowing what was going to come of this. But um, I feel super successful and just like, this is just the beginning, right? Right. And that really means that you hit your first six six figures in like less than 11 months. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So thank you. (laughs) Yes. Why do you think it's important for photographers to invest in education or even one-on-one coaching? Um, Because how are you, I mean, there's so many obviously resources available out there. But sometimes you need somebody to look at your, um, just your layers and like what's going on in your personal um, business or, or life and stuff and really like figure out what is the best game plan for you, right? Like you kind of said, just because it's working for someone else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And that's why you really need to invest in education and somebody that's like in your corner cheering you on and saying, hey, let's figure out what we can do to help you and your business succeed. And specifically something that's like for your business, because every market is different. Every photographer is different. We all serve different clients. So like specifically who understands that one size does not fit all. For sure. Right. Like, and again, there's so many people that are saying like, oh yes, like you can follow me and I do this and I do that. But it's more about somebody who already kind of is doing what you are already doing and really like has this thing of an outline or like a blueprint. And they say, this is what are the tools that I've worked for my business. And, you know, it's kind of like somebody that's already experimented, right? Like you kind of already done the trials and tribulations to go through that and what really worked for you and what didn't. And now you get to pass on those resources which saved me time, right? Like I just went from 28,000 to over six figures in in a year. So that's a huge increase. Um, And I 
I could have never done that without somebody standing behind me being like, you got this, like you can, you can do this and you can stick to those numbers. You can stick to those minimums and people are going to book you. You're worth it, you know? Yep. And we just made little tweaks. Like um, recently on our last call, I remember we were tweaking just literally the words that you use and that helped you book other clients. So, I mean, it's just those little things. I think that's why one-on-one really works well is because you can tweak the little things that you have the right concepts. We just needed to tweak some small things. Yeah. And I think it talking things out with somebody as well, right? Um, I know that I'm a person where I'm like, I don't know, Tracy, I, I get, I get timid to, to do things. And, you know, it's just, easier if sometimes we're going back and forth and you're like no I'm I I assure you you've got this you can do this these are the things that you need to do and fine-tune it and you know again sometimes I was like "Mm, I don't think so and I would resist um but you're right I would eventually come around to it and then I'd be kicking myself being like why didn't I do this sooner why did I waste so much time (laughs) seriously precious time that I am not going to get back with my family and I think that's like what you don't, you don't realize when you start, like you're just grinding it out, but I, my kids are small and I'm not going to get that time back with them. Exactly. And I hope that anyone listening really, what she just said there, like, I hope you really understand that because you are not getting your time back with your kids, like how young they are right now. Um, I feel like this year, Tommy and I have really had to deal with not our personal like we don't have kids so it wasn't like that but it was like time with our family so and our friends so I really like I hope everyone understands that like work is important sure but your family is more important for sure and with Marissa's passing you know um she was 37 38 and the last time that I got to see her you know she talked about how she was still going to be a mom and she was going to have kids and, you know, like it broke my heart to know that, that those are experiences that she's not going to be able to get, but it makes me value even mine more. And, you know, like when she passed, um, before she had passed, she had given me all of her boudoir pictures from when we had met and we had done um, these photo shoots together. And they're pretty much all I have of my friend now, you know, and I am so thankful for that, that she didn't wait for like the perfect timing or whatever, you know, like she just went for it. And now like we have these images of her and I can't even imagine if she did not do this now. Right. Um, So I'm just so thankful for that. Well, for sure. For sure. So what are your big goals for your business for this year? (sighs) Like for the end of 2022 or coming up like 2023? Let's go with 2023. Um, my end goals for 2023, I want 100k in profit. So I also obviously want to do 100k, but I want 100k in profit. So mm-hmm. that's my goal. I love it. Love it. And I think that it's <laughs> extremely doable for you. So- Thank you. I am figuring it out. And I am so thankful that I am like confident enough that I'm like, I can do this. Exactly. Like you can you say that without even like, questioning the fact that you can for sure do it because you know that you can well yeah because I got to see it this like when I literally added those numbers up and I texted you I was dying inside (laughs) because it was such a huge um just you know like you get down on yourself and you know Tracy I have cried my eyes out to you before um but you know what like that moment was worth it all right it was worth all those tears and it was worth all those hard times and I'm learning that whenever I'm going through something it's not there to like destroy me it's literally there to teach me something and and it just that makes it a little bit easier when it's happening you know yep for sure I just want to say that the Tanya one year ago would never have been able to say that she wanted to make a hundred thousand in profit this year. So I think that shows exactly how far you've come. Oh my gosh. Tanya a year ago would have been like, I just want to make (laughs) $50,000. And that would have been like total, not even total. No, like in sales, like $50,000 in sales. I would have been so proud of myself. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So before we started working together, what do you feel like was your biggest struggle? Confidence in my pricing. Um, probably confidence in general was probably in obviously just in everything because I, I could say, tell you the business, I wasn't confident. I wasn't confident in what I was delivering in the, my product because, um, you know, I, I just, you just get so scared and you just want people to say yes, that you're willing to bend over backwards and it just doesn't make sense. You're just going to bend yourself out of business. And your work was gorgeous. So <laughs> you should have definitely had the confidence, but I understand it's the fact that we're artists. Like I still go through times where, and I've been doing this for how long now? And I still go through times where I'm like, I am not good enough to be charging this. And that's how long I like, I've been in this business for way too long to say that. It's just the artist in us. Yeah, I was going to say, it's almost like imposter syndrome a little bit. And I didn't even know what that was. But I was like, oh, because I've been good at accounting and now I'm just trying to charge more money in photography, they just think I'm being greedy or I'm being... Yeah. I made up all these things in my head. But in reality, it doesn't matter. Nope. It, people are going to pay you if they want to be in your work and everything they're they're going to do it because that's how how they want to see themselves yep exactly so what do you feel was working in your business and what wasn't working I feel what was working in my business is that I have a good eye for things and I'm really good at helping women feel good about themselves. And, um, I kind of came from, you know, like I said, nightlife and it's a guy's guy's thing. Like there's not a lot of women in nightlife. It's they're really only there on like the floor, not in the behind the scenes. Um, and so for me, it was just kind of like, I'm, really good at just seeing women for who they are and being like, oh my gosh, you are beautiful. Let's show it off. Like, what do you love about yourself? And, you know, what can I help show off for you and these things? And so that's what I found that I'm really good at. Um, and I would say, what was the, the bad, the other part of it? What wasn't working? Oh, what wasn't working? Oh yeah. My confidence. I couldn't get anything down. I'm sure people would talk to me and be like, this girl sounds like she's scared to death on the phone. Um, I'm sure because I was right. And I've learned now, like I try to tell my clients, like if you're scared, I can't Photoshop that out of your face. Right. Um, and so if you're scared about you talking to clients or about what you're doing, it's, your client's going to feel that and they're not going to feel secure in this experience. Right. Another thing that I feel was working really well in your business, and I don't think that you actually acknowledged it throughout how long we've been working together, but I think you're really good at marketing. You just don't understand, like you don't acknowledge the fact that you're good at it. You know what works. It's like, you just wanted me to be like, yeah, that works. Like you wanted that approval. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I, I don't know if we've talked about this, but I, well, I know that we talked about this before, but mm -hmm. I've always worked for somebody. So all of a sudden I became a business owner and I was so used to receiving direction. And I think the first year of business, I was con I was like a chicken with their head cut off because I wasn't sure what I was doing or who I should be asking. And so when we started working together, it was kind of like, Tracy, tell me what to do because yeah. that's the kind of direction that I need coming from somebody who always had a boss. Yes. Um, I do have a bachelor's degree in communication and I love writing. I think, you know, me like my social media, I tried to have somebody do social media for me one time, a long time ago. And I'm such a control freak about it that I've never released it again. Um, but I do like um, talking to my, my clients, you know, and like thinking if they were standing in front of me, like what would we be saying? And so I do try to make my, like when it's coming for me, like a voice of like, as if it was me and stuff, which I do think helps, like you kind of said about marketing, but I never think of it as that. I just think of it as like, how can I be me and be comfortable with putting myself out there so that people would be like, oh, I want to book her. Yeah, for sure. But you're, you're really good at that. Yeah, thanks. You yes, have your, <laughs> I was going to say your marketing is like on point with that. <laughs> I think we both have like, 
a good we both have a handle on what works and so I think we worked really well together for that reason but um yeah you just have really good instincts on what's going to work and I think that I honestly it's kind of the same thing that happened with me in St. Louis it just we knew what was going to work we just had to go put the work in and Mm -hmm. that's because you were you don't think that you were confident enough but you were confident enough to like put yourself out there in that and I think that that is something that a lot of photographers struggle with is even if you're introverted still putting yourself out there yes you know I struggled with that a lot like I'm like people don't want to see me they don't they don't really care but yeah. then you're like but then how are people going to know you and want to book exactly. you and I'm like okay you're right I know <laughs> how has focusing on your business impacted your work and your like work-life balance oh my gosh my focus is so much better now because I'm not going in a bazillion different directions I'm not editing a bunch of images I don't need to edit I'm not um you know like uh one of I think one of the first things that really helped me is my inquiry message that got out right like when we put together my inquiry guide and what were the things that it was going to say in it and how can you kind of weed out your clients you know that are just not in your budget and things like that and I remember I was so scared to do that and I'm like are you sure and you're like just do it (laughs) but you're right like why would I want to waste my time and spend all this energy into a client that's never, ever going to end up working with me because their budget is $200 or something, you know? And, and I get it. I, I appreciate anybody who saved up their money for any experience. They just have to find a photographer that's in their budget whose work they like, you know? Yep, for sure. And like a lot of them, like the message that we crafted together, like it will weed out the ones that are not in the budget, but that it will also turn the ones that are just like barely under your budget into really good high paying clients too. And I think we both saw that um, on our last call. We talked about that for sure. But yeah, I think just those little things can turn decent clients into really good clients too. Yeah, you're right. People that I would have never thought, you know, um, just from originally when I thought I was being price shopped and stuff like that. And I was just like, Oh, you know, they're, they're probably not going to book me and stuff like that. But you just never know. And you kind of just have to let your clients make um, their own decision. You just have to set the boundary for yourself, right. And for your business so that it works for you. And um, I would say that's probably what's given me the most confidence is that when I did start to implement these things, like working out my schedule, not editing my images or, or presenting them like that, or, you know, my inquiry message going out, listing, you know, what is my session fee start at? What is my, my investment menu start at? Things like that, right. has really helped me fine tune my message to my clients because your clients want to make sure they feel clearly communicated with. And I know that that's something I hear a lot from my clients. And I think that that's what you're really good at, Tracy, is being like, hey, let's make sure we're constantly communicating as well as like, you know, just making sure our client knows what to expect and that they're getting the messages, you know, from their emails or your prep guide and stuff like that. And I think that really helped um, help me focus more on what was important and what I needed to do. And you can make them feel like seen and taken care of in an automated way as well. Like yes. you have to be like, you don't have to be like overwhelmingly taking care of them, like writing a entire email personalized for each person. They can feel taken care of and you don't have to do a thing. No, you're so right. I have like, I used Absato and I use the the workflows and the canned emails and things like that. And again, it just helps me make sure that my stuff is on point and it's the same message going out all the time, right? For sure. There was one other thing that we talked about um, earlier that I wanted to make sure that everyone heard was um, a, a client, some of the times when they actually inquire and they're they seem like they're price shopping. They're not necessarily price shopping. They have to be educated into becoming better clients. So they may just not know what boudoir photography really actually costs. That's why they're asking. That's just the only thing that they know to ask. So when we send that inquiry email, like we were talking about, that's more or less educating them into what you want them to know. For sure. And 
You're absolutely right. I think like the first time I even looked at a photo shoot, I was really caught off guard by just how expensive it was. But now that I've been through it and um, even now when I'm talking to my clients about it and you start telling them about what their the experience is like and things like that and, and what's included for the day and, you know, your time and stuff like that, all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, that does make sense. Like, of course, you know, it's not going to be this thing. This is a luxury experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if it wasn't, everybody would be doing it and everybody would have the most magnificent pictures of themselves. But there's a reason they use Snapchat. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so now that you have a business that's more automated or it's basically automated, but I mean, there's probably a few things that you need to do, but what are the things that you're looking forward to now that you have all this extra time? Um, I am just really looking forward to spending time with my family. I get to take my kids to school. I get to pick them up. And I know that some moms get to do that a lot, but I'm a working mom. And before when I worked in, um, at the hotels, I worked nine to five. It didn't matter. Um, it didn't, I didn't, I missed a lot of things with my kids. So I'm really excited for the flexibility that has come to my life. And that's just allowed me to do, um, more things and giving me more freedom to do the things that I want to do on my personal time, you know? Yes, for sure. So is there anything else that you want to add or tell the audience about photography, business education, boudoir business, even working with me? Um, it is so worth it because sometimes you, I, it, you know, for people out there that need somebody and need accountability and just need structure. This was everything that I needed for me. And even my husband saw it um, right away, just from implementing small things. Right. And even though we tend to um, resist change, we're, we're, we're seeking education and coaching because we need something to change. Um, and so that's where that mindset comes in of that. I'm doing this because I need something to change. Not I'm scared of change. Yes. Love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I know you're busy. You're about to go on vacation, but I really appreciate you taking the time to come on here. Thank you for having me, Tracy. Um, I I really appreciate you. And you know, I am so thankful for just your time and your effort. And you really just set me up for success. And I could not be where I am without you. So thank you so much. Of course. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Tanya of T. Marie Creative. I mentioned at the beginning of the episode that I forgot to ask Tanya where we can find and follow her. As a reminder, her Instagram is at tmariecreativeco and her website is tmariecreativeco.com, but I will also link it in the show notes, of course. And don't forget, we are still on that final countdown of what's been one of the most fun launches I've done in my education business, the TLC Holiday Boudoir Education Sale. To find out more, go to tracylanecoaching.com slash holiday boudoir education sale. We've had some super fun things on sale, but right now, It's my high-level program, which has never been open to the public as a standalone program before. So make sure you go check it out. It's the only self-led program out there where you can learn how to run your photography business the easy way, plus marketing techniques that will not only book out your schedule, but also streamline your business at the same time. So make sure you jump in today while you can still get it for $7.97, or you can always just wait till next month when it goes up to $12.97. Like I said, it's one of the best programs I've ever created, so you are not going to want to miss it. Anyway, guys, Merry Christmas, and I will talk to you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sustainable Freedom with Photography podcast. If you loved it, be sure to rate and follow so that you never miss an episode. They drop every Monday, and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have an awesome week.